YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Facebook, and WildStyleRadio.com. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. Coming to you from the Salisbury Center Studios on the Wild Style Network, fueled by Monster Energy. New music night, game night. Because it's game night on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. Yes. Yeah. So, we're going to jump into it for a little bit of Herd and Word. Herd and Word, and a much, a much more visually appealing game. You know, like this was. There's more craftsmanship to this one. These graphics are way more money. <laughs> exactly. You were on point when you did this the first time. I was awake when I <laughs> I did this one. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple of questions here. Fill in the blanks. And the first one is: I am looking forward to blank at the upcoming M3 Rock Festival the first weekend in May. Am I allowed to start this one? Sure. Because I, I don't. I, know. I already know what you're going to say. I know. So. I don't know if you would steal my answer. I might have, but I knew I knew what you were going to say, so I have a better answer. It's all about new music, so like I, that's okay. yeah, and kind of keeping the theme of everything we've been talking about. New extreme, like my word is extreme. I cannot wait. I saw extreme at M three. I believe it was six years ago, and it was just an amazing live show, and it put great energy into that event. You can't go wrong with extreme. I love all of their new music. Our boy Ray would not really? call me up and and rage about me about the new extreme <laughs> songs. They're fantastic. They're good driving rock songs. And I and of course, you just saw Nuno. Uh, you know, as a part of Rihanna's show in the Super Bowl, they're still like fit and they're still aggressive and lean and mean and maybe have that hunger and ready there to go. You go. So yeah. I'm all about extreme at the M3 Rock never Festival. Never had that anger though. No, no, but the the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have the energy for sure. And yeah. they're one of the few acts on the bill that are still, I think, all of the original members of the band. Yes, that's true. So that's another good point. Extreme yeah. all the way. Extreme. That's an easy word for me. So uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, it's not my my actual answer, but you know when we went last year. They were supposed to play. Yeah. And at the last minute, they canceled because someone, COVID, right? got, yep, someone yeah. got COVID. Mm. But what I'm looking forward to is two things. One, that it's not going to be 40 degrees and <laughs> raining like it was last year. This is, hard, you're, this is a lot of words. You're kind of cheating on this game. All right. <laughs> you got to be so poetic. <laughs> I'm calling He's you. He's playing herd and words. Yeah. <laughs> herd and words. and paragraph. But, but really, what I'm looking forward to is child's play. Oh, all right, because you can hyphenate that. Well, <laughs> that's the band. I'm, so there's your English teacher. It's not the same. <laughs> not the same without go. Brian Jack. It is he, not. Uh, but you know, John Allen. I, I enjoyed him, um, and I've you know it's been a number of years since I've seen him. So mm -hmm. that is of interest to me. A lot it's a of good the call. other, it's a lot really of the good other bands on there. It's like, meh. yeah. But, you know, Sticks is an interesting twist to headline on Saturday night. Yeah. Sticks was good when we saw them a couple years ago. Yeah. So. But, do, but do they fall in the genre of like the classic M3 lineup? Well, that's interesting because oh. when we go to question number two. Oh, segue. Oh, for me. Uh huh. Classic rock begins and ends. So begins at blank. Uh -huh. And ends at blank. You want me to kick this one off? Oh, no, let me let me set it up because wow. the reason I came up with this <laughs> question. 
dude, you are on today. Yeah. Uh, Kevin like, can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> right, right? But let Metallica and Megadeth release two albums and watch out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the reason I, I thought this would be a great question for us to chat about is, you know, for those that don't know, I, I've been very heavy into Peloton. Yeah. And uh, for me, the Peloton workouts are all about the music. I had no idea that you are working a Peloton bend into this. I'm trying. I <laughs> yeah, tried like, to go to them direct to get a sponsorship deal. Uh, I, so maybe this is the way we can go. I can't keep up. I cannot keep up. But like yeah. you are in a different gear. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there's one of the trainers that I do a lot of the spin classes with. His name is Dennis Morton. He's awesome. But he's great with music. Uh-huh. And so I was doing one of his classic rock rides uh-huh. the other day. And as the class is starting, he lays it out. He's like, look, this is a classic rock ride. And by definition, classic rock is anything that is 15 to 20 years old. Uh-huh. And he said, but I don't buy that. Uh-huh. He's like, for me, classic rock stops at 1980. Huh. And so he's like, so you're not going to hear... So, like, he played some songs. So, for example, he played Live and Let Die, Mm -hmm. but it was the Paul McCartney version. Mm -hmm. He's like, I could have played Guns N' Roses, but for me, that's Mm -hmm. not classic rock. Mm -hmm. So, I know a lot of the bands that we grew up on and are into Mm -hmm. are would be technically classified as classic rock. Mm -hmm. So, and and I agree Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. So, Mm -hmm. for you. All right. So, I'm going to start in and around 1970, you know, like going... And that's just because it's a round number. I could probably go back. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be sixty-eight. I was maybe even sixty-four. The doors. If you wanted to go yeah. with, you wanted to go far back as the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, um, yeah, possibly, possibly. But so like the beginning date. But you know, to me, true. I mean, I, we we really tend to talk more about hard rock and metal, which really yeah. to me like then then tends to like get into that sixty-eight to nineteen seventy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Led Zeppelin. Yep. In and around then. So Zeppelin's that's late sixties too, so maybe sixty-eight as opposed to yeah. seventy. And but um my bend is gonna be on the end. I say it goes to today and beyond. It's infinity because we talked about this in a prior podcast, the new age of classic rock. And we talked about guitarists from the new age of classic rock. And I like to think of classic rock like classic Coke. It's a flavor, it's a sound, it's a brand. It's not a time period. So that, you know, when you had your Coca-Cola from one set of years, you know, you're having it in later years and it tastes the same, that's classic. That's the classic taste of Coca-Cola. That's where I am with rock and roll. I can't say a band like Dirty Honey. We talked about Joyous Wolf, Thunder Pussy. Those bands sound like anything that you would hear in the 80s and possibly even 70s. Hailstorm, they're definitely taking reference from those times in rock and it feels like that to me when i see them live and i listen to them so does that mean that bands like crew guns and roses bands that are heavier that don't have that sound are not classic rock i would say they're classic rock also my i think my definition is very broad for classic rock i would say yeah it's very broad I, you obviously we subgenre that you know, like, so it's hard for me for Guns N' Roses to call them glam metal as an example. Sure. But you could call a band like, say, Poison and Warrant glam metal, mm-hmm. very obviously. Motley Crue, probably. Van Halen, maybe not. Maybe. You know, so like, it's hard to get and dive into those subgenres. But either way, it's a classic melodic rock sound. And I could see like a band like, I'm going to pick on Dirty Honey because it's one of our favorite newer bands. 
sounding and in that time period, being a part of that time period and fitting in that time period and being just as popular as all the rest of the bands of that time period. What do you think, Lou? I don't know. I don't really consider... When I think about classic rock, I think about Zeppelin and that that sound, that 70s rock sound, kind of raw and um, melodic, whereas I feel like the metal crew... Guns N' Roses, <clears throat> that's sort of its own genre itself. And like I do agree that Dirty Honey has that classic rock sound, or even like Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. I mean, they sounded like Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it really depends. If you're going by the local classic station, it's uh, everything from the Beatles to uh, Eminem, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like a classic rock for me is that little bit older, raw, rough rock and roll sound like like Zeppelin yes. or um, Leonard Skinner or any, any of those guys. Right. Yes. So I, I would agree with you too. And for me, I, I almost think it, it ends at 1980. And I get it. I know that that's a sound. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's much like when we were discussing what we wanted to call this podcast. Mm-hmm. For me, that it's yeah. all of that 80 and on, I would just prefer to call rock. Yeah, exactly. Whether, you know, it's metal, thrash, you know, just straight ahead rock. Yep. And so, and, you know, obviously we're all products of growing up in the 80s. So, for me, I don't necessarily. I'm trying to avoid getting old. Yeah. So, aging babes. You know, can, calling, <laughs> you know, Guns and Roses, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, classic rock. It it just doesn't sit well with me. Uh huh. From that standpoint, whereas, you know, The Doors, Led Zeppelin, you know, The Stones, that was a little before my time. Yeah. And so, to me, that's classic rock, mm-hmm. and so. 1980, I think, is that cutoff point for me. So did that happen on the Peloton? He, he cut off at, at 80? I can't oh, yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, he, that was like a hard... He, he played one song from ZZ Top. Uh-huh. I forget which ZZ Top song. I was going to say, because that could have been. It, and he, uh-huh. he admitted, yeah. he's like, you guys are going to be busting my chops because this song was actually released in 82. Right. So by my definition, it's not classic rock. Right. But... Right, I'm playing it anyway. Gotcha. That's basically, what he said, but gotcha. but yeah, and there were two or three songs that give me all your loving. Uh, no, oh, no, there were two or three songs that he played, but he played the original versions of them, and oh. in some cases, I think, you know, there was newer versions by band, you know, other rock bands, and in some cases, probably a bit more popular. Uh huh. You know, so like I, I mentioned, he said. He played Live and Let Die. He's like, I could have played the Guns N' Roses version, but that would not have been classic rock by definition. Wow. All right. Well, he has a very fixed definition of classic rock. He does. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, you know, and there are some things that straddle like Uh ACDC because Black and Black, Back in Black was 1980 release. Uh So that would be the end of that cutoff, which sort of obviously coincides with Brian Johnson joining the band, which, but also puts ACDC with Bon Scott as classic rock. Sure. So drawing inspiration from a Peloton. I'm hey. telling you, man, <laughs> try to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, Metallica needs to release more albums. Yeah. <laughs> or Megadeth. <laughs> you right. All right. So our last heard and word 
the news that Ronnie Yonkins from Kicks has been sober for more than two years is blank. And so he was recently on a, another podcast um, that was on YouTube this week, and Blabbermouth released this article um, announcing that he's been sober for two years and 45 days. Yes. So, blank. yeah. So it, you could take two spins on this. You could take a selfish fan approach to your word, you know, when, when I was kind of thinking about this. Or you could take, like, of course, the caring version, which is much more important because this is a, obviously a significant health issue for Ronnie Yelkin. So, and so just like Jimmy Chalfont and, and as Kicks are going through and seems like you're experiencing some recent health issues, we want the best for that band, not only because we love their music, just because we love them so much. Yep. But, you know, I just, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hybrid those two thoughts and say my word's going to be encouraging, encouraging on both fronts, encouraging as a fan. If he doesn't make the stage ever again, then he doesn't make the stage. We're talking about feel. And I say, I really like Ronnie Yonkin's feel and his playing with kicks. I think it's, I call it dirty. You know what I mean? Like he adds the grit to their sound and uh, not that, you know, any other player inside of kicks is a poor substitute. They're all amazing. But um, and it's also encouraging for his health and for his own personal reasons. And, um, you know, if you read that article, he was sober for a long period of time. He was sober for yeah. over 20 years before he relapsed um, obviously that anybody that experiences this with addiction, there is a high percentage of chance for relapse. So unfortunately he did experience that and he did when he did, but it sounds like he's in a great place. So kicks are going to be here on May 13th. If you haven't got your tickets yet, get them because uh, it's going to be a great show regardless. And it's just really a good positive light, you know, this, uh, this, this, this last game piece. And so I, I know it's encouraging and I'm happy for him. And I would agree. I, my word, I think encouraging is a great word, but I, I would say for me, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And for a, a lot of the same reasons. And the, what I took from the article and what they really kind of spoke to is, one, that it's great that it, he's back on track mm -hmm. and that he's been sober and healthy. But th there was a lot of encouraging news in that article that I took from it because quotes from folks in the kicks band, you know, Steve Whiteman and others have said, you know, we wanted Ronnie to focus on his health. Mm -hmm. He's still in the band. Mm -hmm. And when he is ready to return, he will be coming back into the band. Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like he's doing really well. So the question now becomes, you know, I think there were some, there were some legal issues that bound him to not being able to travel and tour, right. which I think was part of the reason why he wasn't in the band, right. but also for him to get healthy and be able to be around the rock and roll environment and not hopefully relapse again. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think that it's all fantastic and sounds like very soon, potentially he'll be rejoining. I know. And uh, either way, like I said, you know, you, there's no such thing as a bad kick show. I've seen them for, I can't tell you how many years and all of them have been wonderful and great experiences. So regardless, you know, Ronnie's not in the band, Ronnie's in the band. It's not to me a Motley Crue situation as we were talking earlier, you know, where we're not necessarily sure of the fallout, obviously in our odds maker segment, our odds are pretty low on, the, on, a, on a positive outlook in that in so many ways. But uh, either way, like uh, you can't beat seeing kicks. So congratulations to you, Ronnie Yonkins. Uh, congratulations to you, Jimmy Chalfont, and all of your recovery. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you guys again soon. Yep. How about you, Lou? Any thoughts on that last one? 
No, you guys pretty much summed it up. I'm just happy that he's doing well, and hopefully he'll get back into the band. You know, everybody loves him in the band. They are great, uh, even without him. Mm-hmm. But um, the amazing thing is I've sort of introduced my, my brothers and some of their friends to Kicks over the last several years. You know, they've been coming out, and and they're just amazed at how good they are. They are punk they, rock guys, too. I'll throw that. that yeah. Like, that's their roots. They are punk rock kids yeah. back in the day. And, DC punk, you know, skate, skater punk. Yeah. And um, they always hated this kind of music growing up when we yeah. were kids. But... Um, they saw them live and they were just amazed at how good they were, how right. entertaining they were. Yep. After all these years, and they're still just as good as they were back then. And they haven't even seen them with the full band, with you know him in there, and yep. just the whole compliment of the band. So yeah, hopefully they'll all get back healthy and get back together, and we'll get to see them again, and yep. hopefully back at the Salisbury Center again. There's so. that positive light that I was looking yeah. for. Yes. You know, all the doom and gloom of the earlier news. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's been a great show, and I know. Uh, We've got some big events coming up here at the Salisbury Center. So uh, tomorrow night, April the 16th, is a spotlight on hardcore. Mm -hmm. And the Glowing Embers are one of the bands that are performing tomorrow or on April the 16th, tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. And then on May the 5th is the spotlight on Friday nights with a metal night that's coming up. And Glowing Embers is one of the bands that will be on that bill as well. And then we talked about it just a little bit already, but on May 13th, we have the the owner's, owner's birthday bash. Owner's annual 39th birthday bash. Yeah. 39. Aging babe. Aging babe. All <laughs> three. Right. All <laughs> three of the owners. All three are 39 again this year. Yes. Aging babes. Some of us have been 39 more often than the others. But, <laughs> yes. but uh, So, yeah. Kicks is headlining that bash as along with Days of Five and Gavin Evick. Yes. Days, days of Five. Of five. Returned from a year hiatus and returning from maybe multiple years before that hiatus. Yes. So that's going to be a great night of music. Double your days of five. (laughs) Great night of music. Great episodes of the Stand Up and Shout rock show podcast that night. Kevin, I don't know if I can like walk in this room with you again. Like, you know, if you keep listening to those Metallica and Megadeth albums, you're going to like, I don't know, like like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like hyper pumped up and ball buffed out next time I see you. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like your so, steroids. <laughs> looking forward to all of those upcoming events and uh, more to come on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. Thanks for joining. Yes, another great episode. Again, it's Stand Up and Shout Rock Show on the Wild Style Network, fueled by Monster Energy. Keep on rocking. See ya. <laughs>